The Packers and the Bears kick off week one and the storylines swirl from Justin Fields' attempt to regain his footing in the league, if he ever had it to begin with. From Jordan Love's murky future to the specter of Aaron Rodgers that hangs over all of it because, after all, he owns the Bears, or at least he did. Does the title transfer? Kay Adams from Up and Adams joins us on the show today to discuss all of it. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Today's episode brought to you by friends at LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Kay Adams is on the show today and this is a makeup show for me. Because we did a show a couple years ago and we had audio problems and it it was my fault or it was technology's fault. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I'm very glad that we get to be back talking about this because Kay has a very unique perspective on all of this as a, a Chicago Bears fan at heart. But as she'll explain... Um, she's got family that live in the Green Bay area. She's always sort of, she calls it flirted with the Packers because she sees like, oh, that's a well-run organization. That's quarterback stability. That's all that good stuff. So we're going to dig into all of the storylines around all this and talk a little Aaron Rodgers. She had a chance to sit down and talk with Aaron Rodgers, her her viewpoint on Matt LaFleur and, and a lot of really interesting things. All of that coming up here on Locked On. Packers. Let's do it. Joining me now, one of my favorite people in sports media. You know her from Up and Adams. You know her from Good Morning Football from NBC Sports. If you are like the real ones know, Kay Adams joins me now <laughs> on Locked on Packers. And Kay, this is for me a makeup show because we talked a couple years ago and I lost your audio and we never posted oh, the interview. And I, I was I was so mortified. I I was like, I was too afraid to ask you to come back on. So I was just like, no, no, I'm just, I, it's, I'm an idiot. It's my fault. Um, and it kept my audio, not even your audio. I could have, I could have worked with just your audio. But right. The nope. real, the real problem there, Peter, or the real shame, is that on that podcast, the Lost Podcast, I said, and this was what like two years ago. Yeah. I said, here's what's gonna happen, Aaron Rodgers is going to get traded to the Jets. It's going to take a while, 
but he'll be a Jet, and not only him, Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard. I said it, and you lost it, and it's just, it's the biggest tragedy in sports media Look, history. I, I was there. I can vouch. All of this is true. All of this is real. Um, it w- there was also a donut bet, as I recall, and I was, t- I think I won the bet, but I was too, I was too embarrassed to even like, be like, hey, Kay, you owe me donuts for this. But um, maybe at the Super Bowl, maybe in Vegas, we can, uh, we'll, we'll do donuts. So this is, this is a funny situation for, for us to be in because of your background and my background. I feel like if, if your, your relationship to the Packers, if it was a Facebook status would be, it's complicated, right? Um, can you, can you give some background to our audience who may not know that there is kind of a, a fraught background a little bit with the Packers and you? I think that my relationship with the Bears is complicated. Mm. And I if we're talking in terms of Facebook, Peter, and I like this vibe, I would be, I, I'm poking the Packers. I've mm. always been poking the Packers, just seeing what's up, saying hi, flirting, because, <laughs> uh, because I obviously have big ties to the team. I'm from Chicago. I've, of course, loved the Bears, but y'all have pummeled us, what, like 17 out of the last 20 times we've played each other. And like when uh-huh. I was a kid, and all I had was like Matt Forte, Devin Hester, and then like my best franchise quarterback in history is Jay Cutler. So, you know, it's just been a sad story as a Bears fan. With Green Bay, you know, I have got family in Green I have a family mm. in Appleton. Um, and so I love Wisconsin and I've, I've always loved Aaron Rodgers when he was there. And I like love more than most. So it's, I wouldn't say it's complicated. I actually always fall in love with the underdog and that somehow seems to be y'all this season. Yeah, that's that's got to be a weird role reversal. I want to ask you about the Aaron Rodgers of it all too, because you got a chance to sit down with him in Jets camp, and you've gotten the chance to get to know him a little bit over the years. Um, and so there is this idea we hear this: oh, he seems different. You hear people at camp are like, oh, he's he's got this this verve, he's got this energy back about him. Did you did you sense something different in person that he seems revitalized a little bit? I think he's always been the same person. He's been misunderstood. Part of that is on him because of what he presents. I think what he's presenting is a little different than what he maybe presented in Green Bay for mm. a plethora of reasons that I, I I certainly don't have the answers to. But when you talk to people who know him, who've played around him, played against him, who've he's, you know, he's spent time with, you always learn more from those people. So, you know, I, I did go to Jets camp, but I also went to Bill's camp, Peter, and I asked Josh Allen about him. And he said, he's the best guy. I have to go up against one of my best friends, one of the guys that I is a mentor, but also like one of the coolest dudes around who sort of answers my question, takes me under his wing. Mm. And you're seeing a lot of that being presented in New York. Um, of course, the question is like, does it last, right? Like, what is it? They have, a, they have a gauntlet of a schedule coming out the gates. Like, and I think a lot of the eye rolling of the Packers fan base, I totally get, I think he gets it. I think everyone gets it. Uh, I will say being at Jets camp, and it was the first camp I went to of eight. It was the most, um, like there's the most excitement, but there's also a little reverence around him that I didn't really see when I visited the Packers or was around them. And this is somebody I'm saying, this is, you know, I, I was around Tom Brady right. for a long time in and out the, the door um, uh, of the facility every day. And, you know, Tom Brady's walking around and making protein shakes by himself <laughs> or doing whatever. Whereas like Aaron, there's this air, truly an air of greatness. There's an air of like, oh my gosh, we finally have a really great thing. We are past Adam Gase. We are past Sam Darnold. We are past this and this. And, and, and they have this thing and there's a lot of reverence for him. And I wonder how that will 
will work out as far as, you know, as if they start losing or when it comes to his input and personnel, will that go the right way? Yeah, it's it's also his relationship with Nathaniel Hackett, all that. I mean, we saw that play out in Green Bay in a lot of different ways. There doesn't seem to be the animosity for Rodgers from Packer fans that there was when, or for, excuse me, for Love, when Rodgers was the quarterback that with Brett Favre, that goes way, way back now to 2007. But there is some animosity from Packers fans to Rodgers, the way that that all played out. I'm wondering from, from your standpoint, as you watch this Aaron Rodgers career take off, was there ever a moment, the fan side of you, where you were like, "I, they can't do this again, right? Like Favre forever. And now they've got this guy. Like, did you ever have that moment of like, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. I'm not, I think, I think to have that moment, you have to be a Packers fan. Like, I'm not going to steal the, that feeling. It's a very special one that like, if you were born and raised and lived through that and know it, and it, you know, broke your heart, then that's something I wouldn't like um, appropriate as mine, but as an outsider, for sure. Um, there, there's a lot of, I think a lot of understanding that for Packers fans and what they're feeling and their ap apprehensiveness. I mean, this played out over months, like this played out over a too long of a time. Yeah. It was annoying. I was like exhausted and exasperated from <laughs> having to talk about the nothingness that was the non-trade that was the trade that was the, you know, the whining and dining and the private jets here and there, like all of that. Um, but I, but I, I mean, I would say I'd give, I give Packers fans a lot of, uh, love and respect for the way that they are treating Jordan love and how they aren't making this a groundhog's day sort of vibe. And I think that Packers fans are being really cool and, um, optimistic, I would say, which is a really nice thing in something that Jordan love, I think deserves. All right. More with Kay Adams from up and Adams here on locked on Packers in just a second. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You don't want people applying for your job who don't have the right qualifications or who don't have the necessary experience. Add your job. And you can use simple tools like screening questions to make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. My mom always said, you apply to jobs to get interviews, you get interviews to get job offers, and you get job offers so you can eventually find the job that you want. It's the same thing with hiring. You have people apply so you can get the right interviews. And then from there, you have to find the right People. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow on the show, crossover Thursday, our first crossover Thursday of the season. Lauren Cox from Locked On Bears joins us to break down the matchups and then JT O'Sullivan. On a fall Friday interview, I can't wait to talk about Jordan Love and Justin Fields and all of the quarterback juiciness that comes with this matchup. That's all coming up here on Locked on Packers. You got a chance to talk to Robert Sala. Um, there is this, Jordan Rodriguez did a great piece on all of these Shanahan tree play callers, all these guys. And... I don't know. Is there, is there anything that just from, from your conversations with the players, with the coaches, 
that that seems different about these guys than anyone else? Because it does seem weird that all of a sudden we just have this tree, maybe a bit like Mike Holmgren back in the 90s, where it's like half the league has someone from, from these coaches, including in Green Bay, and now at least the offensive coordinator in Chicago as we push toward week one here. Uh, you know, gosh, Holmgren, that's a very different vibe. A throwback, from, yeah. <laughs> from Kyle Shanahan, just him as, you know, I remember sitting next to to Nate for all those years on Good Morning Football, and like Holmgren was like one of the names that was like elicited a response from him. Uh, you know, Sala to me has the same sort of te- like a uh, human temperament as Matt LaFleur yeah. does. So, you know, and, and I, I was very curious to talk to Sala because he seems so intense on the sideline and he seems like you know this like warrior badass gamer totally and he of course is that in game but off the field like a sweet human a kind person who very much prioritizes the human part of the game over anything else I asked him about like a couple of just like nebulous who cares things off the field and he does not care he's like I you don't understand I show up I compartmentalize whatever's going on off the field like I don't care that these guys went to the U.S. Open I don't want to hear about it I don't want to know like I am ball and he did care this was before the Dalvin Cook signing he really cared more about let me find out about this person as a human and that really did sort of prevail and I believed him when we talked off camera about what that sort of meant and and the sort of vibe and tone he's setting. He seems like the perfect fit for um, Aaron Rodgers, especially with the Hackett buffer there. I don't know. And I think that, I think LaFleur and Rodgers got along really, really well. So um, there's a lot of trust there, but I think it's sort of this like hands-offishness that might work in Salah's favor here. For Jordan Love, like if you got a chance to just be like, if he was going to text you and be like, hey, Kay, yeah. Like, can I just have a little bit of advice? Like you've been around Tom Brady, been around Aaron Rodgers. Like you've been been watching this for a long time now. Like I don't want to make you seem old. Not that old. Uh, but <laughs> if you was just no. like, hey, just just the the day to day trying to manage all of this. What kind of what kind of like advice? If you was your friend, would you be like, hey, Jordan? Like here's here's what you need. I would say don't live in the shadow, right? Like don't be, don't, don't, do, don't do what uh, was sort of forced upon Aaron Rodgers in, in the the big shadow of Brett Favre. Just be, be yourself. I think his team's definitely letting him do that. And I think I would just, you know, not, not to bring up X's and O's, just be, just be great to your offensive line. Just free, just yep. love them, love on them. You saw, if you were to learn one thing from Aaron Rodgers, it's have that sort of a golf cart relationship as much as you can with the guys like Bakhtiari. I mean, if Jordan Love is, is really set up to succeed, I don't think for whatever reason, the expectations are lofty. I think he's going to undersell over deliver. Uh, and you know, this offensive line has allowed one sack all preseason. I'm loving to see these numbers. I'm loving to watch the tape. There's obviously a lot of questions love has to face. Uh, but I would say like people are sleeping on him, Christian Watson. I don't know why Christian Watson isn't a no- like did Aaron Rodgers make Christian Watson. I don't know. He's a pretty freaking good wide receiver and Doran love seems to be connecting with him per your timeline yeah. that I stock. So, uh, so I would just say, be good to the offensive line, because I think that's something that Aaron Rodgers is going to miss a little this year. Where are you with Justin Fields? <laughs> why? Why do you hate Justin? Fields? I don't. I don't hate Justin Fields. I really don't. No, no, no. I, no we're flipping this around. This is not okay. about me. You, I'm not. I'm not going to defend Justin Fields. You have something against Justin Fields. You are. You are spewing the venom. Like you are. I know it's the most storied rivalry, but like, give me your issue with the young, bright quarterback. Okay. 
I don't have an issue. I, it's it's not personal. Okay. What, it's it's this just business. <laughs> no. Um. I I just I I think and I said this the other day. I, I think if Bears fans hadn't treated him like he was the second coming uh, of Joe Montana mixed with Patrick Mahomes mixed with John Elway before he ever stepped on the field, I would push back a little a little less. But that's what happened. I I and and it's still happening. And then it's about okay. Let me just set some reasonable expectations here. And I went back and looked because I I see the talent. Kay She's leaning back in her chair. I I see the talent. I'm just saying, like, can you show me a little bit more on the field before we start talking about this guy? Like, he's the he was the new king in the north when Aaron Rodgers was still in Green Bay. Then done anything. I'm sorry. I'm just. Mm. Did you My, hear me say? Did you hear it when I said that Jay Cutler is our best quarterback in franchises? Yes, did you hear I did. when I said that? <laughs> you know, the human element of this absolutely uh, tortured fan base trying to find some semblance of hope, and it's all been with Justin Fields. And you can put all the interceptions against Green Bay and all this blah 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 that you're spewing this this anti-Fields propaganda <laughs> ahead of the loves Love Field uh, Fields highly anticipated Week One bout in Chicago, but I will say, you know, he didn't have anybody to freaking throw to Peter. That's okay. the, And now he does. And that's, and so everything can be the past and everything can be whatever. There was nobody to throw to. And he had the worst offensive line in the national football league. So why don't you write little thank you cards to your brass for having a great offensive line right now and having your Christian Watsons. But I say like fields, there's a lot to look forward to with this guy. Do I like that? He was anointed. No, I, I like to undersell and over deliver deliver and all of that. But like, you can't judge a quarterback under those circumstances. And that's what you've done. More with Kay Adams. As we finish up and get you set for week one, Bears Packers here on Locked on Packers. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Every day, we have a full week of content for you at the leap.com. Football, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. I have a piece today about Luke Musgrave. I'm sure we will talk more about him tomorrow with Lauren Cox. And then go check out what we're doing over at Subtext. We've had an influx recently of people signing up so that we can chat directly, an influx of messages from people who had already signed up. So it's a great way for us to communicate directly via text. We can just chat and it's a great opportunity. Go check, find Locked on Packers on subtext. That is the best way to find us, but you're getting me. It is me. I made it my goal that I was going to bring out fan K Adams in this interview. And I'm just very glad that we got there. I'm very, very glad that we got there. Cause okay. you, 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 you like, no, no, you like to keep a lid on it. And I appreciate that about you. You, you like every fan base loves K Adams. Chicago hates me. Chicago literally but that's hates because me. that's because you are fair to the Packers and they don't like that. They don't like the Aaron Rodgers relationship. They hate that I love the Bengals. They hate that, like, I don't, they hate that I've been critical of the decisions that have been made pre-polls. Once polls got there, I was celebrating, but there's decisions that they've made as an organization, even as an ownership group, that you, once you sort of see the way the other 32 operate, or the other 31 operate, and you're like, well, why can't we, like, look at the, I mean, the, the Bengals are mom and popish too. The Bengals, like, yeah. but they're, you know, they're, they're sort of they going- any money. Their team, uh, but I would say this: like I can't name another quarterback in recent memory that has been in a worse situation than Justin Fields until potentially this year. 
and above that. So I'm not saying he's going to be great, but you cannot tell me that he can't be great based off what he hasn't had to work with. And that's what you and other haters are doing. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. True or false. The best case scenario here <laughs> is that Fields is really good and Jordan Love is really good, but Fields is just a little bit better. And we actually get a rivalry because like Russell Douglas, who's only been on the Packers for what, two seasons was like, this is not a rivalry. All we do is beat Chicago. Like, isn't it better for the rivalry if both teams are good? Or would I mean, you just rivalry, like to beat the Packers a million straight times? The, the rivalry, you know, I think it's a good question for a Packers person. Like, why are y'all calling it a rivalry? Why do y'all? It's not really. It? It's not real, really to you Packers fans, think, I don't think. You don't think Packers fans treat this matchup? Well, they treat it like a rivalry, but I'm saying like, it's, it's sort of like, and, and Wisconsin listeners will get this more than most. It's like Madison oh. and Marquette. Like Marquette loves to beat University of Wisconsin, and I'm the Badgers, Marquette, Eagles, I and know, the Badgers don't really call. care about beating Marquette that much. And so I, I like that big beer can up there. I've been, I've partied at Marquette before. Yeah, I, 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 I don't doubt that. Uh, but I don't, I just don't think the Packers care. Like every time, this is I said this the other day. Every time a coach gets hired in in Chicago, what do they say? We have to beat the Packers. Lovey Smith, introductory press conference. We have to beat the Packers. Matt Nagy, we have to beat the Packers. Justin Fields. We have to beat the Packers. The the Bears sign an offensive lineman. One of the first questions Chicago media asks is, "What's your relationship to Green Bay?" I hate the Packers, he says. So yeah. there, I think it, there's just a there's a difference in perspective here. I mean, am I wrong? You're not wrong. I just think it's the the best case scenario is what you're saying that they're yeah. both freaking great and in better situations, and we can get this thing going again. Because I think that's like the you know the Bengals fell off not, not I mean I mean Ravens Steelers I think that's going to be very much back this year I think Bengals Ravens will be very much back this yeah. year you want to see those things sort of exist and and you know Jets Jets um anybody Jets Patriots Jets Bill like those there's there's always going to be like swings you go through but this has been a completely lopsided affair I'm looking for the numbers I had the numbers on up and Adams this morning and they were so sad I can't Chicago's just looking for something to cling on to I mean they beat I believe the Niners week one last year, Chicago, yeah. and it was as if they won the Super Bowl. Like the amount of venom spewed my way for sort of not supporting them is like, and then, you know, it didn't happen. I, I, you know, the Lions are getting a lot of hype too, which is bananas. Every time, you know, I had Calvin Johnson on the show and he's like, I expect them to win the division. Akib Tlaib came on and said, I think they're one of the final four teams standing in the NFC. And I'm Whoa. just like, oh, just let's hold on. Let's relax. Kyle Rudolph came on my show. He knows Kirk Cousins better than anybody. He says, you know, they're they're winning the division. They've got the most consistency. They've got the known product at least until the playoffs, right? Yeah, I um, I don't, I don't understand. The, I think the Lions are probably the favorites and the rightful favorites, but like we need to pump the brakes on that one a little bit. Why are you saying that when the Vikings won the division and they like were just because I know they, I mean, they had the worst defense, but if that's even just a little bit improved, like how can you not give it to them? I think they were more like an eight or nine win team last year that got really lucky in these close games. The offense, if you look at the underlying numbers, not nearly as good as, as like the final gross numbers, the totals like, Oh, I was Vikings fans are always like, Oh, they were seventh in yards. And this I'm like, look at, look at the per play numbers. Look at some of the other numbers. Like they're just, they just weren't that good. I think the offense was mediocre. It can be yeah. really good. Justin Jefferson's awesome. Like I, Justin Jefferson is in Jordan Addison's awesome. Like they're going to be good. And we'll, we'll mean, see. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs, I think, is going to lead all rookies in total yards. I think he'll be a stud for that for that he's, line. He's squad. scary. I have to say, Jameer Gibbs, like, I, I, the, the only thing that can hold them back, I think, is Jared Goff. 
but we'll see. He played really well last year. So well with a great offensive line and they happen to have one. Yeah. Who's your pick in the NFC North then? It's a great question. I'd like to see the lions do it just for parody. I think, you know, I do. I, I it's to me, it's cousins last year. It has um, to be. I mean, has to be, they got to go with somebody young that can, they can spend some money and help rebuild this thing. They can't afford, they can't afford cousins and gosh knows what will happen with him. But I think they've, they, you know, they're, they're, they're the most tortured fan base in the NFL history. I can say all I want about the bear. Like, the Vikings have had a taste of greatness and nothing more. Like it's completely horrifying. Um, but I will say, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not going to give it to Chicago. I think Chicago, oh man, I don't know. To me, it's, like the, it's a little disrespectful to put Jordan Love above Justin Fields because we know how good Justin Fields can be when we, when, if he's surrounded by something. So for that fact alone, we know, we've seen the flashes we have not seen out of Love. So it comes down to like, who do you trust more, right? Who do you trust more with coaching? I guess LaFleur, sure. Um, he's got something, some stuff to prove too. I don't know. It's a great, it's a, the NFC North is wild. So I guess I'll give it to the Lions. I think Lions are the 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 favorite and I would be happy if they won. All right. So my takeaway from that is Kay thinks that the Bears are finishing ahead of the Packers and that's going to be the headline of the episode. And we're, no, we're not going to do that. Great. No, do uh, that. Totally. You can, you can do that. You can do that. I believe, I believe in Chicago. They need to get it, you know, they need to get it together. I, you know, the, the fan base of Chicago is just completely unhinged. You are right to, to have that takeaway. It is an unhinged fan base that is so resentful and is so upset, which is understand. Like if I was a psychologist, I could, I could figure it out, but, but there's, there's something that, you know, the reason, and I keep bringing up, bringing up the Bengals because you always ask about it. Like they just sort of learn to enjoy the moment like that season, like you have a great quarterback. So you have, it's kind of, you have fields, you're building, just in, like, enjoy it. Don't like jump on everyone that doesn't with, isn't with you and don't freak out when like, just in, sort of enjoy what you have. And I think Jets fans are doing that because they're just like on cloud nine, even if they don't win, like they're on cloud nine, nine right now and enjoying it. And I wish Chicago fans would do the same. I, they don't, they don't believe this, but I love, engaging and interacting with Chicago Bears fans. I really do. Not just trolling them when people actually want to talk football. I love to do it. I love the rivalry. This was so great. Thank you so much. And thank you for bringing fan Kay Adams. Um, I had a blast. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be defending the Bears, but here we are. And hello, little friend back there. Who's back there? That's my son. Hi, Kenny. Justin Fields jersey, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, how, how did you see? How did you, how did you know? Wow, your kid has a Justin Fields jersey. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Talk to you later, Peter. Thanks, Kay. Bye. All right. Thanks to Kay for joining the show. Great to talk to her. Glad the audio works on this one. That was, that was actually, it was actually a couple years, more than a couple years ago now. It was pre-COVID. Um, different. I was in a uh, an apartment, uh, different setup, different computer, different microphones, different everythings. Um, and so glad that, that uh, everything is a little different now and that we got that worked out because uh, I, I think Kay is great and we got her to, to put her fan hat on. It is rare. And I said this during the interview, like it, it's rare that she puts her fan hat on and I wanted her to put her fan hat on. I, I didn't know if she would and she did. And I'm so glad she did because that's not a side of her that we, that very many people get to see on air because she doesn't show it. She doesn't show it. I'm glad we got it. Cause I, you know, it, I think it, it, it humanizes her for a lot of people. Like we're in this business because we love the game. And anytime you can show that fire, that passion, it gives it, it gives a, a little more insight into who you are. I'm glad, glad we got that. All right. Tomorrow, 
Locked on Packers, Locked on Bears, a crossover extravaganza, crossover Thursday, kicks off the 2023 NFL season. And then JT O'Sullivan on our Friday show. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like we will be on Sunday after the game on our YouTube page. So you can stay locked on Packers.